The More Life Podcast is the most prolific and entertaining podcast hosted by two cousins, Justin Bless and Samuel Matthew, who are researching to discover and understand as much of this world that's full of humans, different environments, and Mother Nature in a fun way. Be prepared for Justin and Sam to dig deep with profound questions and groundbreaking conversations. More Life Podcasts will also include special guests from all walks of life. Thank you for joining us and enjoy. More life to you. To you. More money, more wife, more life. No more lay, no more strife. More life, put more touch over drive. Me a destiny child, cause me a fi survive. More life, more money, more wife, more life. No more lay, no more strife. More life, put more touch over drive. Me a destiny child. Them a say me get few shots, me no 15 or two pack Me roll with two from Portmore to New Jack So buy a guy if he say Yo, what's going on, y'all? Hey, yo, it's your boy Justin Bless, Justin Bless, nothing less It's your boy It's Samuel, what's good, planet Earth, what's good, people, you know what it is It's the More Life Podcast Yes, sir, hey, and make sure you subscribe if you haven't subscribed already If this is your first time listening Welcome. Welcome. And more life to you and your family and your loved ones. And just more to your success and whatever that you got your mind and goal on. Yeah, man. Just welcome and enjoy, man. It's going to be great because I'm here with my cousin right in front of me. Hey, what's going on with you, bro? How you been? How's your week, man? You, you. Oh, shoot, man. My week is good, bro. It was cool. Um, Just uh, finishing some school stuff. You know, we on fall break. Um, you know, by the yeah. time I'm speaking this, probably not when you're hearing this, but fall break is going on. And I ain't going to get like two days off, niggas. So <laughs> I'm finna study. <laughs> Woo! But nah, the clutchest thing happened to me this week, right? Happened, bro. So like, I had exams and then assignments all piling up because, you know, we're about to go on a break. So, the, you know, of course, like here, everything's going to be due either before or after. So, man. Wednesday night, bro. Yeah. I'm like all day I have Wednesdays off. So all day I'm just studying, doing homework for my other classes and stuff. I have this exam for my 9 a.m., right? And so like, bro, literally is rocket science. The problem I had to do had rocket science in it. I was like, fam, this is it. I'm just, I'm going to have to hold the L. I'm going to just have to take it, bro. So I study for all of like, for that test specifically, like an hour 30. And then I'm like, nah, let me take a break. A break turns into me just like, all right, nah, I'm, I'm not going to do it. Then it's like 10, you know what I mean? From like 8 to 10, I'm like, all right, let me get it started, right? Mm-hmm. I open my computer because it's crashed. Class that I needed to take the exam for, bro, I had to use my laptop. And my laptop crashed. I was like, bro, it's over. It's over. Came back on, right? So I was like, nah, that's a sign. Just got to go to sleep now. (laughs) I was playing. Like, just got to do it, right? And so I go to sleep. I wake up, feel me, do my little studying in the morning. I wake up, let's say, like, seven. And I have class at nine. So, you know, get like an hour or so, study, get ready, slide. Then, bro, I get to my class. Two minutes to spare, right? 8.58. 8.58. I remember on the dot, I looked at Oops. my phone, said, let's get it. Yeah. Walked into the room, sat next to my friend Miguel. Miguel, if you're listening, what's up? And he was telling me, yo, there's a Wi-Fi issue. Some people are unable to connect. I was like, word. <laughs> I, I like that. So I kept my backpack on, fam. Didn't even take it off. 
class, the exam was had to be postponed, bro. The Wi-Fi was down in most of the campus, fam. Damn. So that exam got postponed till after spring break or uh, fall break. Fall break. Nigga, <laughs> oh my gosh, I was excited, fam. I was like, ah! And he let us out early. He let us out early. So, bro, I I went from like, damn, I'm just going to have to fail because I don't know rocket science to like one more week. (laughs) One one more week. (laughs) Thank God, man. So that was was my week, man. It was just like pulling W's out of nowhere, you know, like out of the hat. Like I was doing some David Blaine stuff, which is always nice. What about you, bro? What about your week? Um, My week, my week was good, bro. I didn't do nothing too crazy. I've been trying to just um, really get my schedule like in line of where I want to go in life and stuff like that. So I'm just trying to just take out little kinks here and there. Mm-hmm. And um, with work, like work was cool. Um, Nothing like, oh yeah, I do got something. What happened? So, hey, I'm going to shout my man out this time. So I'm going to shout out my boy Q. This is a dude I work with. My nigga was like, all right. So he, his name... He- <laughs> <laughs> you are. Right? This is a good story already. I can tell, bro. Okay, so like this nigga's name, his his real name is Marquise, right? Okay, but everybody call him Q. Everybody, you know what I mean. So this new dude, like one of the new dudes that in our in our department, he pulls up. I mean, he don't pull up. Like he walk up to Q, and like you know when you forget somebody's name. So you're trying to think? Yeah. So he forgot Q's name, right? He didn't know his name. So you look on um, Q's desk and it shows his actually real name. Yeah, right? Thing. So he was like, hey, Marquise, <laughs> this nigga Q, right? Short nigga. He like, he like 5'4", bro. 5'5", five, five, Q. Yeah. If I mess up your height, my bad nigga. But he's a short nigga, right? Yeah. This nigga's sitting, so he even looks smaller. Man. And this nigga, like, David standing above him saying, Hey, Marquise, this nigga turned around so freaking fast. Was like, what you just calling me? Just calling me by my real name? <laughs> <laughs> Yo. I was like, this nigga got so serious because it turned in, he called him by his real name, bro. That shit was so funny to me. And... You know when you scare someone like they back up and they like bump into a wall or just trip over something? Yeah. This nigga like bumped into a freaking desk. He got so <laughs> scared. This nigga Q was like tatted. You feel me? Like he had, he's tatted on the neck. Like yeah. he got tattoos. Man, he had that dude shook. David was shook, bro. Dude was like, like he had a problem. Then what made it worse, the manager was like, did you call him by his real name? Like Damn, even the even manager. The man- <laughs> Yo. Even the manager Bro like He was shook Now he thought He was about to get A write up or something Bro he thought He was gonna get fired That nigga was so scared He's like No I didn't I didn't I didn't mean to <laughs> <laughs> Bro it was so funny Then right uh-huh. So after that This nigga ain't after that day, this nigga didn't come to work for like four or five days. Damn, he was ducking it. Oh my gosh, he that must have was, been so embarrassed, bro. That nigga was scared, bro. I tell, I was telling Q the whole time, like, bro, man, you had this nigga put in this two weeks, man. <laughs> you a like, mean ass it. nigga, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I can't call people by their name. <laughs> this man was like, I don't. I need to get out of here. <laughs> he didn't know what to do. Hey, that nigga grew up in the straight white suburbs. You know what I mean? They go by their real name, Billy Jonathan. 
They don't call niggas John. They call him Jonathan, mm. Nathaniel, not Nate, Nathaniel. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you call them by their real first name. So that's how a nigga was raised. So when he saw Q, he was like, hey, um, Marquise, man, that nigga cut him off so quick, like, turned around, almost broke the nigga neck, bro. Like, what? You just called me by my real name? Like, man, that shit was so funny, bro. That shit made my week. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, man. It's uh-huh. like, oh, man, that was cool, though. It was cool. Other than that, man, my week was good, bro. Up in the morning, early morning. You know what I mean? Get my grind on and everything like that. Yeah. Okay. For yeah. sure. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. Getting the schedule in check. Yeah, you man. You know what I mean? That's that discipline. Hell yeah, that's bro. that discipline to do that. Because you yeah. got to be like, all right, I'm going to go to sleep now. Or if I don't go to sleep now, I'm still going to wake still up Still got to wake up. No matter yeah. when I went to sleep, I'm yeah. waking up at this time. I- and that's that's a even more disciplined. So salute you to that, cuz. Nah, I appreciate you, man. And I, it's like, you know, like when I started, like I'm a type of person, like I got going in, what's that thing called? Like cold turkey or whatever it's called? Well, yeah, when you mean like, when you just like go, you know what I mean? Like if you're smoking it, let's say like, that's, yeah, let's like cut it off immediately. Like immediately, that's yeah. cold turkey. You don't right? lean off, you just done with that shit. Like, yeah, okay. That's cold cool. turkey. All right. I make sure I had, to, had the term right. You feel me? For some reason, I'm thinking about cold cow. Cold horse. I was like, hey, nigga, it's a cold animal. turkey. Yeah, nigga, I was like, wait, wait, which one is it? Which one cold? I was like, which one is it? <laughs> but good. um, but yeah, you know, like when I set out to like wake up early, man, I was like, I'm gonna do it. And I just, you know, what I mean, I just did it. But I'm gonna say, like, I didn't immediately like cut it off, but I immediately woke up like a couple hours earlier, which is I used to wake up at I started work at eight and I used to wake up at like six. Yeah, I used to wake up at like 6, mm-hmm. like 6.10, 6.15, probably 6.20 sometimes, nigga. <laughs> Get an extra that. five minutes in, yeah. you feel me? Then I was like, nah, I got to wake up earlier because I want to give my brain, my fresh brain, when it's at its peak, to me and myself only. I'm not, I, I just personally don't feel like your job deserves that fresh of a brain. I feel that's a disrespect to yourself. That's really how I look at it as, you know, and I've been doing that for a while. I'm just not judging anybody because... I was doing that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, then I had to like set it back like 30 minutes. I was like, okay. Then 30 minutes back, 30 minutes after that, after a week. And now I'm at 430, you know, but I start at, I start at six though, you know? And it's just like repetition will get you, will get us, get you going and being disciplined for it. Yeah. But definitely failed. You know what I mean? Definitely failed at it a couple of times when you set your goal out to do certain things like, um, like with me with, you know, like waking up early and then being disciplined for myself, like I let myself down a couple of days without waking up exactly like on the dot. Let's say like when I first started, I wanted to wake up instead of six, I was waking up at um like 545. Then before, after that, like a week later, I was waking up at 530. Then a little bit down, I'd be like, damn, I'm back at like 545. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it wasn't like. 100% like bam I got it you know Fluctuates. what I mean yeah but when I made up my when I made up my mind like I'm gonna wake up early I did like that I made sure I wake up early so I didn't wake up at 6 since I said I was gonna wake up but I didn't get to 4.30 just like smooth yeah you know trial and error I guess you know took some work took some work absolutely I feel you you mentioned something interesting you were saying about you know you're setting your goals and such you know you had a goal set in mind or let's say you had a gradual approach to it. Yeah. And to get to that gradual approach, it took iterations. It took, you know, you 
analyzing, damn, this week I was good, but the next week maybe I wasn't as, you know, I didn't reduce it as much as I should have, or maybe I added on time, which is kind of like what you exactly what you were saying, trial and error. Um, and I guess that had me thinking, and I've been thinking about it this week too, man. Like, um, in that trial and error, you know, we're going to see a lot of failures. And in life, you know, we're going to want to do something and and have difficulty doing so and, and fail ultimately at something, you know, at one thing or the other, something big or small. But, you know, we see successes too. Absolutely. I think those people who see the most failure are in some cases those who become the most successful because they're able to get from all that failure, you know, Definitely. you know what doesn't work what do work and then maneuver with the new knowledge that they have, um, not just based on the situation that they failed in, but apply that knowledge to like any aspect of life. So really it's like failure is that ultimate key to like success. So that had me thinking really was like, damn, like, so is that a, do you think that like you got to fail to be successful? Like if you had no failures, then you doing something wrong. And that sounds ironic. You feel me? Cause you did everything right. But you, it just had me thinking, man. So what do you think about that, man? Yo, that's a tricky question, man. Because, you know, it's like a, a double-sided sword. You can look at it from both ways. Like, it is when you look at, let's say you look at, um, let's take for example, like you just look at this, somebody that's doing something that you would like to do. And all you see is them just like, all the good things that they're doing. They're, man, I mean, successful, that's successful, man. Winning games or whatever that it is. And they're just blowing whatever course or journey that they're going towards for their success and they're just killing it. And you see it and it's just like, damn, like, man, they just can't miss. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's right. So you have one dude that's like, can't miss. Then you have another dude that's missing and making some or however you want to take it, right? And it's like, damn, who's right? Who's wrong? Or are both of them right? Both of them wrong? I kind of feel like they both right. You know, I guess some, well... I'm going to give it to the person that's like failed more because he's gaining more experience. Because I personally believe you learn more from losing at whatever that you're aiming towards or failure than you learn from like being successful. Like with, um, let's take for instance, riding a bike. When you ride a bike and you're just riding a bike just like down a normal street that's just smooth, then that's all your body adapts to, just a smooth ass road. One day, if a rock come out of nowhere, you don't know what the hell to do, and you're going to fall. Then from that failure, you get back up on the bike, then now you know this rock can make you fall. So when you're riding down that street or path again, you can try to bunny hop it. You feel me? Yeah. Yo, Willie, Willie, um, turn right, turn left, whatever that is, you, you learn after you fell. But if you see another dude that's just riding his bike on a smooth-ass path, it's like, well, shit, you can't really say a nigga's wrong because, you know, I don't know. Shit, I don't know. It's kind of tricky, man. It is. What you think, man? Shoot. <clears throat> well, I'm I'm torn. So I'm, I'm torn between thinking failure is a completely necessary step to success. Kind of like how my example would be like a slingshot or like a bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if you know a bow and arrow or a bow. Um, when you put the arrow in it, you have to draw the string back. Same with the slingshot. You put the rock in, whatever you're slinging, yeah. and you got to pull that elastic back. 
Uh-huh. And that pullback is, that would be the failures. You know what I mean? That would be all the downfalls, all mm-hmm. the times you came up short, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. But boy, once you let that shit go, you know what I mean? Like, you let it fly, then yeah. you propel yourself forward. And I think that's the success. Now, I understand that that could be a medium of success. Yeah. However, for me, man, I don't know. I'm I'm torn because in my programmer's brain— there's always an optimized way to do something, right? And the way you optimize something is you plan for the failures. So let's say mm-hmm. I'm the type of dude who knew every route that I could have failed in. I knew every facet where it was like, I let's say riding a bike, because we were using that example. So I'll go back to that. Let's say yeah. I know there's rocks in the street. Feel mm-hmm. me? I seen someone else fall. Yeah. I'm not trying to do that. Yeah. I also know that there's like cars, all this other thing that goes into whether I'm going to successfully ride my bike or whether I'm going to end up on the ground off of my bike. I analyzed all of the things around me. You looked at the environment, planned for all that joint, and also got advice or like seen from other people's experiences, what works and what didn't. And based off of that, I went and I rode my bike and it seemed like I was just smooth. But I think with proper research then, then you can kind of avoid failure um, and still be successful. I think it's not completely necessary, but oftentimes we find ourselves in it because I think humanity, we learn best, unfortunately, through that, through through like to bad experiences and through trauma and all that stuff. Like I think a lot of that, like I, I know for people and just for like, you know, humans in general in situations where it's like your trauma or whatever you may have experienced like growing up or just being a person, that stuck with you longer than like the good thing that happened to you a week ago. So you were taught that behavior based on your trauma or whatever that may be. And so that's why I think that that failure is such a good teacher because naturally if something is to heighten our emotional state, make us feel in any type of way, like we're inadequate, we're less than anything, you have that flight or fight response. So you're either going to fight that and be like... Nah, man, I can do that joint and then do it again. And that's you getting back on your bike and riding. Or you can shrink away from it, fly, and just be like, man, I ain't never touching a bike again. That shit hurt. I'm scared of failing again or falling, you know, in that instance. Mm -hmm. And so I think failure is like necessary for success in that way. But at the same time, it's not like, I don't think it's absolute, you know? I don't know anyone who's done it. Of course, you would have to be perfect. (laughs) You would have to know to the T. Hey, man. Or or your mindset would have to be like, man, I didn't even fail. I just learned. But yeah. I think that's interesting too. When you take your failures, do you think, you said you learn more from your failures than from winning. So you think every L is like a lesson? Yeah. Okay. But it's not like a indefinite lesson because of the person's mindset. You can take it as a loss and you can take it as like, you know, I'm ashamed of myself, embarrassment. Or whatever loss you want to try to take it as. Or you can take it as a as a lesson. Like, okay, how, how can I do it better? It all comes down to the person. comes down to the human being and how they want to look at the situation. I know a couple of situations that I had, I looked at it as a loss. Mm-hmm. I looked at it as like, I lost something. You know, it was embarrassing. Um, ashamed of myself. I could have done better. You know, just just stuff like that. When I could have looked at it as, like, right at that very moment, I could have looked at it as a lesson. Like, okay, 
I know what to do for, for next time. Or even if I don't want a next time, I know how to avoid a next time situation. Mm-hmm. You know? I can like look at the the signs and see when it's gonna come. Like I could do all that and analyze it. Yeah. But sometimes when you're drawn by emotion, which is like most human beings, you know, they act off emotion. You don't look at it like that. You look at it like, first you just look at it like you're being hurt or embarrassed or whatever loss that you want to take it as. Yeah, you feel it first. Yeah, you feel it. So instead of like just thinking straight with your mind and logically, you know, you, you think emotionally. If you can like right away when a situation happened, if you can go towards the mind and logically, I think that'll... Um, That'd be smooth, but you got to just be a perfect person. You feel me? Then you got to go through like, I feel like you just got to go through a whole bunch of like trial and error to even get to that point in your life. Because I'm sure not there yet. Not even close. You feel me? Yeah. But yeah, like every, like you're saying, like every L loss or whatever, which way you want to take it, I feel like you can always flip it, man. Whatever situation it is, you can always flip it. Because there's always, just like there is two sides to a story, man. There's always two sides to a situation. You can always flip it, make it into something positive. And most of your, I'm not going to say most, but I said this before and it just kind of stuck with me. Sometimes you feel like you made the biggest mistake in your life. You took the biggest L in your life that you can possibly think of. You were going through a whole bunch of like dark times and they were just messing with a whole bunch of shit. Messing with your money, your family, messing with your health, messing with um, your transportation, messing with your eating habits. Basically mess with your whole life, every aspect that you can think of, right? Because of a mistake that you made. But you continue to live and continue to, you know, like try to pick yourself up. Even though this shit is hard as fuck. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not something easy. It's going to definitely take you a long ass time. But you can only connect the dots looking backwards, which which is what Steve Jobs said. So eventually when you get to that, like, I'm not going to say the last dot, but when you get far enough in the journey and you're like, let me take a breather and look back real quick. You can look back and that big ass mistake back then you thought was like the worst mistake of your life. It turns out to be the biggest blessing in your life. The biggest, best decision in your life Mm -hmm. with you continuously living your life. You know what I mean? So no doubt. And what you said was powerful because about mindset, because like I was thinking, I was like, let me look up the diff, the dictionary definition of failure. So failure is, this says here, lack of success mm-hmm. or the omission of the expected or required action. It also says failure is the state or the condition of not meeting desirable or intended objective. So failure is solely based on what you wanted to achieve and if you did that or not. Yeah. It's like, it, it's that. And so really, when you turn it all into like, looking at that introspectively in your mind and you're like, all right, so what is, what do I define as success? Because if I define this as success, then I know the opposite of that is failure. Once you redetermine your success, as far as like, man, success isn't me going out here and then doing this. It's success is me learning. Success is me trying. Success is me going out and and taking charge of my life and my experiences, being the one who gets to decide, you know, how I want that to be, how whatever affects me will affect me. My brother told me this this good quote. He said, life is like 1% what happens to you and 99% how you react to it. Damn, nigga, that's, 
That's a short ass thing. Niggas normally say ten percent, but damn, my nigga said one percent. He said one or ten. You know what I mean? Uh, Let me. I don't know if the quote's all the way there. He might have said ten, so don't quote me. I might have moved the decimal in the wrong spot. I might need to move, move it to the. You know what I mean? After the, after the, the, the zero tenth, there. Man. You know what I mean? Put it right there. But either way, you know what I mean. I think either that way. was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's way. right just to say that like your reaction to it determines. How that's gonna affect you and what that is. So that's why when you said mindset, I was like, word. Mm-hmm. I really think that do play a big factor in when it comes to whether you determine something as a, a failure or success, or you know what I mean? Because that's solely subjective. You determine your success. Like someone can determine an overall success, ooh, this is what should be successful. But if you feel satisfied, and feel accomplished for doing some of the things that you can accomplish. No one can say that's not a success. You know what I mean? If, if you accomplish something, um, I think that's important too. So if you factor in that, you determine your success, then by just that definition of that failure being the opposite, the negative end of the spectrum for success, you determine your failures. You determine when you lose. You determine how you lose. You know, life throws curves in at us and all that stuff. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that, you know, unexpected circumstances yeah, can happen. I mean, there's a whole book titled A Series of Unfortunate Events. Yeah. Shit happens. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, sure for do. lack of a better word, it do. <clears throat> but what's important, I think, is that mindset, understanding that, you know what? This could have been objectively bad. I could have lost money, lost, you know, loved one, lost a limb, lost uh, some time, which is, man, if you lose time, sometimes I feel like the worst. I, I wasted all this time doing da-da-da, da-da-da. Like, I know how that feels. But then you look back at it and you're like, man, you know what I learned from this? I learned that shit is trash. Or I learned that, you know, although can be beneficial, should be regulated in, in whatever you're doing, you know? And however you want to take that failure, you want to flip that and be like, you know what? I'm going to take this L, make it a lesson. Your mindset determines that because your mindset already perceived the the required result. You already thought to yourself, this is what I want to do. And so you not doing that isn't, damn, I didn't do that. It should be, damn, how can I do it? How did this get me to my success? And if it backtracked me, okay, boom, now I know what not to do. That's so important too, learning the the wrong steps to not take, also learning the right steps to take, because that that comes. But I feel like, let's say you're walking in an open field and there's traps on the field and you don't know where the traps are at and you have to figure out where the traps are at. Sure, you can just be like, all right, I seen someone go through it and then they take one step here. These are all the correct steps, boom, and try to memorize that. But if you memorize everywhere you can't step, that's basically the same thing. You were just like, all right, by isolation, I know all these places, nah, they ain't going to get me there. Here's what I'm going to do to get me there. And even if you had to step in one of them traps to figure out, oh, this ain't it, <laughs> you learned this ain't it. That's that's a valuable lesson that I think in any mindset you could pull from and be like, I didn't fail. I didn't fail. I just didn't do that. I did something else. Yeah, man. That's what I think, man. Nah, I definitely feel you on that. Another good way to um, kind of like, you know, walk in an open field and everything with landmines and whatnot, you can learn from other people's mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of like um, you, you making that mistake, but you don't like 
go exactly through those emotions. You don't but, have to experience it. Yeah, you don't have to experience it. But you can, you can, God bless you with a brain and bless you with imagination. If you continue to exercise it, your imagination can like be sh- super sharp with uh, great vision. So if you see someone else doing something and be, even sometimes before they even do it or they're setting up to do it, you can use your imagination and be like, that's going to be wrong. That's going to be a mistake because of this, that, and the third. So let me do it this way, you know? So you don't exactly have to go through that failure yourself. You can see someone else do it, mm-hmm. you know? That's why it's kind of best, kind of like from our other episode that we said, each one teach one. That quote is just basically saying, teach the youth, teach the generation above you or under you or your same present generation to continue the the fight for the good, the fight for the success and the fight for the more life, you know, is to teach, you know, kind of like with you and stuff that I go through or stuff that um, I think is good. I'm going to definitely like tell you like, yo, cuz like, I think this is cool. I think you should, you know, look into this, do this or whatever it is, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's really good to do. No, no, no doubt. You no doubt. And I think that's something my pops reiterated to me too as a kid. Said, learn from other people's mistakes. If you've seen someone fall, don't do the same thing they did. Now you know we're not to fall. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you don't have to do everything that everyone else did to get where they got just because they got there doing that. That could have been the wrong step that they learned the right step from. But now you just know the right step. That's what's important for that. You know, I think for those who may feel as if they're just holding a bunch of L's or that they're failing in whatever aspect of their life it may be, the important thing to remember is that you have another day to turn that that whole mindset and that whole experience around. As long as you have another day, as long as you have another day, that you can flip that. I believe it. Trust me. You can turn that L into a lesson and you can turn that lesson into a blessing. It's that easy. Just that mindset of, of knowing that, you know, what I did may have not been what I wanted. But because I'm here, I have everything I need to do it again, if anything. If at the bare minimum, to try it again. And that's what trial and error is. Keep trying. Messed up. All right, whatever. Keep trying. Messed up. Keep trying. Oh, that was close. That was close. It wasn't it, though. One more time. Boom. Got it. Figured it out. And it, it don't matter how many attempts it takes you. The real failure is if you stop trying. Is when you believe that you're a failure. Is when you believe in the failure. You believe that it is the end result. You make failure your desired result because you think that's all they can amount to. All of your efforts. So when you're stuck in that, you, you, you lose. So keep a mindset where you're always capable. Or you're always able. Able. And willing to try whatever you failed at at least one more time. I think that's the most important thing. They'd be like, mm, that was luck. Let me do it again. You know what I mean? Like, ah, oh, that was just a bad, a bad game. Or, oh, that was, you know, one bad experience or a couple bad experiences. Don't lump them together as a series of failures. Be like, man, I just need one more time and I got it. And even if you don't got it, say, I just need one more time and I got it. After each failure, I guarantee you. No matter how many failures you have, you're going to get at least one dub because you kept trying. Yeah, those would be my words for this. For, for everyone, man. For everyone. 
Because I can say it for from personal experiences, man. I felt in a way where it's like, damn, like I'm just not doing anything right. Like everything is a L. Like I'm just holding them. Like they just in my lap pile and I got to get like two backpacks and stuff, some duffels. <laughs> and, and it's like, <laughs> damn, I was really just held back by that mentality. Yeah. By thinking so much of, damn, my man. Oh. Like feeling sorry for yourself or- yeah. Or taking that time out to just like, man, you better analyze those failures. I think that's what is also important. We touched on that on many podcasts where it's really about looking introspectively and being like, all right, let me replay the situation in my head. What happened? What could, what, you know, what could have happened and what I could do better. If you think of what happened, what you wanted to happen and what you could have done better, and those three things, I promise you, looking back on any scenario, you're going to learn something, good or bad, learning something. And you'll know how to react on the next experience with that knowledge. That's dope, cuz. That's dope how you did it. <clears throat> and we're going to leave it off like that. But before we leave it off, man, that analogy that you use with the slingshot and the bow and arrow, I got to say this. Kind of like, I'm just getting piggyback off of what you're saying. If you, anybody out there that's listening, I feel like they just taking a whole bunch of L's and the way that you're looking at it is losses. Don't look at it like that. Look at it as lessons. This how you look at it as lessons. Lessons can hurt you. It's not like lessons are just going to be like smooth as hell and you just going to be like, oh, everything's going to be smooth because I'm learning this lesson like you're in class or something. Like, nah, man. Sometimes the mugs hurt. So, Picture yourself as the arrow, right? And picture, you know, God pulling you back. And you want to go forward, but the thing is, if you barely pull back the bow and arrow just a little bit, then you let it go, it barely gets anywhere. Because mm-hmm. you just want to go forward. But when you continue to take those lessons and those L's the way that you look at it, you're continuously pulling the arrow, the arrow back. It gets so far back, if you ever shot one before, if you stretch that mug all the way back, it starts shaking. That tension. It just starts shaking because you can't you can't hold it with so much, you know, tension like you're saying. So much, you know, you're crying and just everything's just going through. You're going through the emotion, just going through it, man. Relationships and not just relationships with another significant other. It could be like a family relationship. It can be just so much stress in your life. But I'm telling you, when... God lets it go. Ain't nothing in this world that can stop you. And you get go so far, farther than your eyes can see. Farther than your eyes can see, man. Real talk. And that's word, yo. That's word, man. Thank y'all for listening to another episode of the More Life Podcast. You know, we hope you got something from it. You know, we hope you share this to the people and, you know, maybe they're going to get something from it. I think the most important thing is it's more life, baby. And we want everyone to see that, you know what I mean? Because we all got this life. Why not see a whole bunch of it and get mo? You know what it is, vote. Signing out, you know, it's your boys. It's your boy. It's your boy, Samuel. And right in front of me, we got. Man, you already know what it is, man. Justin Bless, Justin Bless, nothing less. You dig? That's the More Life Podcast, baby. See you for the next one. More tune for your head tops.